Welcome to Relationships Unraveled. I'm Miranda, and I am here to help you unravel your relationships and live the life you were created for. Together, we are going to learn and grow in how to navigate the many relationships that make up our lives. We're going to do this by having conversations that go below the surface. So let's shock the norm. Let's try something different and start discovering the next step forward as we talk through life together. God created us for relationships, so it's no surprise that we learn best how to navigate them together. Are you ready? Hey, everybody. Welcome to Relationships Unraveled podcast. I am coming at you today with a solo show, which means this is something that I do every once in a while where I just share about a topic that I'm passionate about. And today we're going to unravel connection. And along with connection goes loneliness because without one, you can't have the other, you know, so if you're not feeling connected, then you're lonely. And if you're lonely, the only way to solve that is with connection. So we're going to be talking about connection, but just know that loneliness is the opposite of this. And so they they work very closely together. I used to be the girl that would wait around for people to come to me. And I waited a really long time, like my whole life for people to come to me to get connection. And I can tell you that it did not happen very often, if I'm being honest. It didn't happen very often because we're busy, right? And everybody thinks that somebody else is thinking about them, but truly, that's not really the case. Like we're all trying to get the things done and do all the things. And so if you wait around for connection, you might be like me, where you just have been waiting forever and you might wait forever. So I hope to change your perspective on connection today. I hope that there's something you'll learn today that you'll be willing to try in your life because you'll understand it differently and they'll make you motivated to want to do it and not just do it because Miranda said so, right? And so let's unravel connection. So first, I want to start by asking you a question. What are your expectations of yourself for having successful connections? If you were to tell me, and you might not really know that you think this, this might be something that's kind of hidden underneath that you try to live up to, but you don't realize it. So even if you have to pause the podcast, I want you to come up with an answer to this question. If I were to ask you, okay, what does it mean for you to feel connected? When are you successful at connecting with others? What is your answer? Some of us might say it's, you know, being with a group of friends every Friday night for dinner. Some of us might say it's, you know, having a lot of social functions on my calendar. If I, you know, if I have a week where there's a too much of a lull, I feel very disconnected. Some of you might be like, oh man, as long as I get my time with my closest friends once a week, I'm good to go. It just depends, right? It's different for everybody. But there is something you're telling yourself that you believe about yourself to be successful at connecting with others. I should blank. That matters a lot. And after we look at connection today, I want you to come back to this definition because it's going to matter a whole lot what you believe. Because what we do is we subconsciously live out whatever we believe about ourselves. So if you believe that you should be, you know, doing X, Y, Z to be successful at connecting and you, you don't hit the mark, then you're going to, you know, you're going to be down. You're going to feel bad about yourself. And so it's important to know what expectations you have on yourself so that you can be aware of what you're believing. And that matters a lot about how you feel about yourself. So think about that as we go along here, talking about connection. I want you to think about that. That's a big deal. 
So when we unravel stuff, you know how it goes by now, we find the definition because that is, there's just words in there that matter when it comes to unraveling an idea. So for unraveling connection, my favorite definition of connection is from Brene Brown. And the definition of her definition of connection is an energy that exists between people whenever they feel seen, heard, and valued. Whenever they can give and receive without judgment. Oof, that's a big one. And whenever they derive sustenance and strength from the relationship, which means the relationship is life giving, not sucking the life out of you. You leave it feeling better than you did before you entered the connection. So feeling seen, heard, and valued, and giving and receiving without judgment, and deriving sustenance and strength. Those are the main three areas of what it takes to feel a true connection. And man, when I look at that definition, I don't know about y'all, but I'm just sitting here thinking we are doing a lot of things in the world today. We're busier than ever, but I don't know that we have a lot of time to hit all three of those in the way that we interact with each other. I know that we're going fast and we're busy and sometimes that can create shallow interactions. So there's no way we're feeling seen, heard, and valued, right? There's definitely... (laughs) Giving and receiving without judgment, that's that's a hard one. That's a really hard one that I don't think is happening a lot for people today. And then deriving sustenance and strength from the relationship, it's really hard to do that in the fast pace that we're, we're keeping. So I think it's important to know what the definition is as we move forward because it helps us to know what it really takes to feel connected. And we need connection. We were created for connection. So we need it. But if these things aren't happening in any of our relationships, that is why we're going to feel so lonely. So there is a doctor, Dr. Vivek Murthy, and he wrote a book called Together. And in the book, he blew my mind with this. He says that connection happens in three areas of our life. I did not think of it this way. And when I started thinking of it this way, it really helped me to understand why you can have a celebrity that is, you know, glitz, glam, all the money, life of the party, social calendar, everybody wants to be her and be with her, but she can be the loneliest woman. Or, you know, you can have a mom that appears to have it all. She's got a great marriage and her kids are great, but she's lonely, right? And so this is mind-blowing to me. And I think this is super important. If you were going to write anything down in this whole podcast, I think this is super important because it'll help you to inventory these things when you're feeling lonely to try and figure out maybe where the loneliness is coming from instead of just having this general feeling of loneliness that you can't seem to shake. So he says that we have three areas of life that we get connection from. One of those is the emotional and intimate area of life. That's going to be like a close, close relationship, a parent, a sibling, a spouse, a best friend. The second one is going to be the relational and social. And that's going to be like your close group of friends, people you hang out with socially. And the third one is going to be the collective community one. There are things we're all passionate about, whether it be a hobby or volunteering, or maybe it's intramural sports, anything that you enjoy doing, painting. This is people, a community that of like-minded people that you do that with. This one is important. And I don't know about you, but for me, this one was, I feel like as a mom, this is kind of hard sometimes because 
this one means we're taking time for ourselves to one, know what we love and desire, and two, to actually go and do that with a community. So what was interesting about these three areas that if you're lacking in just one of them, that can result in the feeling of loneliness. I don't know if that gives you relief, but like for me, I know that if my marriage is solid and I've got a good group of friends, sometimes we can get down on ourselves about feeling lonely and we can, you know, start to beat ourselves up a little bit. Like, why would I feel lonely? Like, I have it all. What's wrong with me? And we feel guilty and we feel we kind of shame ourselves for having this feeling, right? But now that we know there's three areas to have connection in, we can kind of check that, you know, am I connected emotionally and intimately with my spouse or or my close friend or whoever that connection is? Am I connected relationally and socially? Am I connected, you know, in my community of like-minded people? This is important because we don't have to feel so bad about feeling lonely when we have a great relationship in one of those areas or two of those areas. We might just not be connecting in all three. So this is a freedom for me. No, learning this was very freeing for me. And I really hope that you also feel free in that as well. And so how do we connect, right? How does this connection happen? Well, there's two parts of us. We have a doing part of us, which is more external, all the things we do. Then we have a being part of us, which is more internal world, how we are, what we love, who we are on the inside if we aren't doing anything. And so connection is found in the being part of us. So this is very interesting, right? Because what is our culture always doing? We're doing, right? We're busy. The more you do, the better you are. You know, the more you have going on, the more valued you are. That's what we, the lie we've believed, right? And so learning that connection begins with us because it's in our being, not our doing. That's big because we are, Basically, our cultural need for independence and and doing more and having more and doing it on our own and not needing people and just running straight ahead, that is working directly against what our human needs are. We need connection and it happens in the being part of us and we don't have time for the being part of us a lot of the time because we are so busy doing and we believe that we're getting connection from all that doing. But there's a reason why we're lonelier than ever and busier than ever. And that's because the connection doesn't happen in the doing part of us. It happens in the being part. So if you're struggling with loneliness and you want to feel more connected, we've got to start paying attention to our being side and give our doing side a little rest. Have you ever felt exhausted and hopeless from trying so hard? only to feel like a hamster on a wheel in your relationships. You can't seem to make any progress. You can't seem to stop thinking about certain things, or maybe you just replay them again and again in your mind. Well, I'm here to help you move through your relationship struggles. So often we feel stuck and we can't seem to find the next step forward. We just want to fix it. I am offering a limited amount of coaching calls where we will talk through your relationship dynamics together. When you purchase a coaching call, you will get 60 minutes of my undivided attention as we lay out the situation at hand, unravel the nuances around it all, and I promise you I will not be your bestie that just agrees with everything you say. Together, we will look at things from different perspectives, learn, 
broaden your understanding, and we will discover a way forward. So check out the link to sign up in the show notes. Spaces are limited, and I would love to talk with you about your relationships. So how do we do that, right? How do we begin with ourselves? If connection begins with us and our being, how do we start? And this can be challenging because we've been doing, doing, doing for so long. We really do kind of lose sight of what, who we are and what we love. But first, we kind of have to understand ourselves. We got to get to know ourselves a lot of time again. We got to know what we love. And, and this is hard apart from what we feel like we should love, right? Because culture kind of tells us what we should be doing and we shouldn't be doing. And so sometimes it's hard to get a grip again on who you are and what you love because you've lived in that world so long of what you should, should, should do. But man, there's a whole part of yourself that maybe you've lost that, that you should reconnect with understanding who you are and what your desires are. And then you can accept those things. Those are the gifts that you bring to the world. You were created by God with gifts given to you. Accepting those gifts is such a freedom because I think we wrestle our gifts for so long because we compare ourselves to other people, right? And so it ends up we wrestle what we're gifted to do because we're trying to be good at something that someone else is gifted to do because we see it giving them connection. We see it working for them. So, you know, if you see a friend that's like super hostess with the mostest and you're like, man, that really works. She gets so much connection that way. I'm going to do that. Well, if that's not your gift, you're going to be miserable trying to do that because it's not going to come natural to you and it's going to be very hard. And so it's finding your gifts, finding the things you're good at, and then serving the world with those things. That's going to bring you a lot of being and a lot of connection because it is natural to you and is what brings you joy. It is what your heart is desiring. And that looks different for all of us. So learning that about yourself and then accepting it and appreciating the way God made you is a big part of leaving the whole comparison game and trying to keep up by living in someone else's gifting when it's just not your gifting. And then the other one is curiosity and awareness. Man, we have to be curious about ourselves. We got to say, man, why do I do that? Or why do I think that way? Where does that come from? You know, how long have I been doing that? Did I always do that? Or is that new? And the awareness of just paying attention to how you go into the room. If you're going into a social setting and you want to connect, start paying attention. Do you go in and start approaching people? Do you kind of wait in the corner for someone to approach you? This is all awareness of the way that you interact and what you're bringing to your interactions with people. We're all bringing something. You got to know what that is. And that's what awareness is. And so we got to get pretty honest with ourselves here after we kind of pay attention to ourselves a little bit and go, okay, how are we approaching people? Because if we want connection, then we have to approach people for genuine connection. And remember, genuine connection is feeling seen, heard, and valued, giving and receiving without judgment, and getting life from the friendship or from the relationship. That is big because that's a genuine connection. But a lot of the times we approach people, we want genuine connection, but since we don't know what that really is until today, we approach people and we think we're going to get connected if they do what we want them to do, if they give us back what we need, right? So we're kind of all walking around trying to get our needs met from other people. And then if everybody's doing that, nobody's meeting anyone's needs because everybody's trying to get what's theirs, right? 
And so if you're approaching people to get your needs met and to get validation, then you're going to have all these expectations going into your interactions. And that is setting yourself up for disappointment because we can't control other people. We can't make them give us what we want. They have no idea what we want because they're busy wanting their own things. And it's really just not ever going to work that way. Connection is more of a gift you can give than something you can take away from an, an interaction. And so basically cultivating connections is not glamorous like we think it is. It's not the full social calendar. It's not, you know, having the tribe. It's not all about the the glam and, you know, being dressed cute and going on the vacations and having, you know, the pretty pictures to show for it and all that. You can do all that and feel zero connection. And so it really begins with choices that we're making in our day-to-day life. As we go into interactions with other people, we get to choose if we're going to connect with them or not. And we can make those choices regardless of what they get back. It does not have to depend on what we get from others. Is it always going to work? No. You know, I don't connect with everybody, but I have learned to stop waiting around. And I know I will just approach people and I will have try to have genuine conversation where I give them a chance to talk and I try to listen well, which makes them feel seen and heard and valued. And then I will take what they're saying and I have learned to just accept them where they are, whether I agree or disagree. And that is where they're not judged. And then they walk away feeling sustenance from that interaction. And so do I, because I created it and I learned how to create it. But if I would have just waited for them, one, they might have never talked to me. Two, when they did talk to me, I would have been so insecure. The interaction would have gone totally different. So the way that we begin making choices every day in our day-to-day life to create connection, because remember, it's a gift we give, not something we take. So are we choosing to make time for people? We get to choose that. Are you choosing to make time for people? This is important because without making time for people, you don't have time to interact with them in such a way that you meet the definition of connection that we learned from Brene Brown. You don't have time. You don't get deep enough to meet those needs for true connection, genuine connection, when you're going 90 miles an hour talking about all the things you got to do and what you're going to do and where you're going and what you bought and where you, you know, who you're going with and all that. That's not it. That's not it. Second thing is, are we showing up as our true selves? And this is what we talked about the being side of ourselves. Do we know who we are? Do we know what we love? Do we know the gifts that we're bringing to the world? And have we accepted those, right? This is going to be a big deal because that's what we got to do to show up as our true selves. We have to know who we are and we have to accept that. And that gives you a confidence. And then the third thing is, do we seek others' kindness? Are we seeking to be kind to others? Not judgmental, not worrying about outcomes and certainty and what they do and what are they going to do and what they say. Just like being kind and recognizing the power of service to bring people together. You can give connection away as a gift. You might not get that back from someone, but the fact that you're giving it away means you will experience connection no matter what they do, because you're controlling it. You're creating it. They might not want it. You know, they might not reciprocate, but that is okay. You're not going to hit 100% on connecting with people. You're not, but you can think about those three areas. Am I connecting, meeting those definitional needs that Brene Brown said? Am I doing that with my intimate circle? 
Am I doing that with my social circle? And am I doing that with my community circle? And if you are, odds are you're going to feel a lot more connected and a lot less lonely. Because in the fast-paced world we live in, guys, connection is not going to fall on us. This is something we're going to have to go after. Connections are created. They're created and it starts with us. And we're all created with the purpose and the ability to create connections with others. So we get to choose the way we think about this, guys. We get to choose. Do we see it as a gift that we can give away and serve others? Or are we going to wait around for it and overthink it and possibly never experience it? So connection is ours for the making, not ours for the taking. And I hope that in listening to this podcast, you feel equipped and encouraged and you have a better understanding of what it really means to connect. And now go back and compare what you know now with the definition of connection that you originally started with. Well, not the definition, the expectation. Remember, I asked you at the beginning to talk about or to to answer the question of what do you hold yourself accountable for? What are your expectations on yourself for feeling successful at connecting? See how your answer compares to the knowledge you've gained now at understanding what connection is better. So it's like, well, no wonder I'm not feeling connected. You know, I'm running 90 to nothing, having the most shallow interactions ever. And I think that that's connecting, but that's not what it is. So now you can be more intentional about creating connection. And I would love to help you do that. So find me on Instagram or email me. I would love to talk about this more with you. If this is something that you, that resonates with you, you can also purchase a coaching call with me. That's 60 minutes with me to talk about, you know, things that you're struggling with in relationships. And this might be one of those things. But yes, my hope for you is that you'll hear something in here that's encouraging and that equips you to go out and try something new that you've not tried before. So I hope it goes well for you. And I would love to hear about it. Thanks for joining me on the show. Thanks so much for listening to this week's episode of the Relationships Unraveled podcast. If you love the episode, please share it on social media and be sure to tag me. Find me at Miranda Kirk and let's continue the conversation. I hope you'll tune in again next week.